previously on Too Old to Date. I just really want Becky back. I mean, what if she's dating Grant now? I don't know that it does you any favors to spend a lot of time thinking about that. What would you do if you were me? Oh, I'm so the wrong person to ask right now. Okay, well then just give me some blind advice. So, there's really only two ways you can go from here. You can try some, like, giant romantic gesture, which honestly is a terrible idea, but it'll give you your answer one way or the other. Or you could do the smart thing and just let it play out. She's made it clear she's not ready to see you, so you should probably respect that. Right. Yes. Yes, that is good advice. Yes, okay, I'm gonna run. I'm really sorry about Dana, that sucks. Um, I'll talk to you soon, I'll let you know how it goes. Alright, thanks. Talk soon, dude. Wait, which part of that advice is he taking? I don't say, I don't dance, I don't do those anymore, anything I don't show, you won't try here anymore. Bradley, 34, stands outside the apartment door of Amber, 31, when he notices an incoming phone call from Michael, 37. What's up? You're back in the city? Yes, sir. Got back this morning. Cool. What are you up to tonight? Uh, Amber and I are ordering in dinner at her place, and then I'll probably just head back home. That's perfect. There's that tiki bar a few blocks from her place. They just put that crazy-looking hot dog up on their Instagram account. I kind of want to try it. Text me when you're done, and I'll meet you over there. Yeah, I I can do that. I'll see you in a couple hours. Hey, welcome home. Thank you. What smells so good? I got a diffuser. That's campfire scented. That's my number one favorite smell. That's because it's the best smell. While I was in Michigan, my sister had a little bonfire for her husband's birthday, and I stood next to the fire so that the smell would soak into my pants. And clearly, you haven't washed them since. How could you tell that? Because a real campfire scent starts to smell like cigarettes after a day, and you don't smoke, and you're stinking up my apartment. Did you wear those on the plane? Yeah. Remind me never to travel with you. That is seriously so rude. I don't think they smell like cigarettes. Hard to meet a lady on the plane when you stink, Brad. Well, I'm not trying to meet someone on an airplane. It's an awful time to try to be smooth. I've gotten numbers on planes. Yeah, you're a pretty girl. Thank you. I'm a nervous flyer. Turbulence freaks me out even though I know I can't crash the plane, so I'm not really in a place to act like a normal person. And also, cute girls never end up seated next to me. I like when a guy is talkative on a plane. You like when the right guy is talkative on a plane. Well, yeah, obviously. But I met Thomas that way. I don't know who that is. Yes, you do. You and him talked for like three hours about Stone Cold Steve Austin at Carter's birthday, like three years ago. I don't like Steve Austin enough to talk to someone about him for three hours. Oh, wait, he was that guy who used to write for WWE. Yep. Why did you break up with him? I love that guy. He was a little too eager to sext, but not eager enough to actually have sex. Yeah, that's lame. Yeah, he turned out to be a bit of a creep. I guess there was one time I talked to a girl on an airplane. Did your pants smell like cigarettes? I don't think so. I was flying from the city, so there weren't really any campfires to rub up against. What happened with her? I was sitting in the terminal and wondering which fat guy I was going to end up seated next to, and then seeing this one gorgeous girl and thinking, there's no way that she'll sit anywhere near me. And then when I get to my seat, there she was next to me. Lucky you. Yeah, lucky me. But I wasn't going to say anything to her because of my fear of flying, and then I had an Android phone at the time, and I noticed that she also had an Android phone. So I pretended like I didn't know how to use my phone and struck up a conversation asking her to help. So the only time you spoke to a girl on a plane was because of a coincidence and a lie. (laughs) More or less. So what happened? Mm. Well, I noticed about 15 minutes into the flight that she had a wedding ring on. That sucks. Yeah, it would have except she was trashing her husband by the end of the flight, and it seemed like she was insinuating that she'd like to see me in Michigan. How was she insinuating that? She told me how to find her on Facebook. 
When was this? Like eight years ago. Would you sleep with a married woman? Not in that circumstance. I don't think so. So spoiler alert, you didn't hook up with her. Right, but not for her lack of trying. How did she try? Like mostly by pushing the whole, I married my husband so young and I don't know if it's right forever kind of thing. And? And that's it. That's not really anything. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. So I talked to my sister back then and she thought that the fact that I was being supportive of this girl's marriage while making it very clear that I was single made her want me more probably. Plus she sent me a message on Facebook. Well, you hadn't said either of those things, so I couldn't come to a proper conclusion. Well, anyway, it didn't matter. I looked her up a couple years later when I was in town and she was still married, so. So maybe she cheated with a different interesting stranger. It was my loss. She was really hot. She never sent you any nudes after that? No, but speaking of which, what's going on with your Instagram right now? With regards to what? Come on, the stories you've been posting up on Instagram lately. You're setting wild thirst traps. I went out with college friends and we just got a lot of good pics. I didn't even know you owned clothes like that. Don't be a dick. Who are you trying to trap? They weren't thirst traps. Acknowledging the thirst trap is the brave thing to do. Fine, I'll own it. So did your target fall in? My gut reaction is to say like a moth to the flame. But? But the best thirst trap is the one you set for yourself. As exciting as the prospect of philosophizing about thirst traps is, I don't believe that you posted those as a self-esteem booster. Well, part of what boosted my self-esteem was the throng of guys that sent me messages. Were they all good messages? Too many exes came out of the woodwork. Two guys who I actually have already slept with but couldn't keep it up. And then one guy who seemed normal that I actually went out with. Oof, yikes. Whatever, Brad. Well, what happened with the guy you went out with? It was bad from the beginning. When I was walking to the bar, he texted me and said he was really nervous and hoped I'd just bear with him and give him a chance. Only kind of set himself up to fail there. So when I get there, he's sweating. A lot. I've never seen a guy sweat like this outside of the gym. And he was sitting at a table, but it's bar service only, so he asked me to get him a glass of water. Then he grabbed the water from me, chugged it, and chugged my water too. Very bad start. I'm already hoping he'll just ask me for more water and not suggest getting a drink at all because I'm thinking, I can get out of here quickly. But then he says that his boss told him to just talk about his work if he gets nervous because apparently he was very confident in that part of his life. I could see where that would work, but he's clearly awful at dating because he could have just started talking about work without telling you that he's getting tips from his boss. Clearly. So I'm like, oh God, if I have to listen to this, I'm going to need a drink. And he says he doesn't drink. And I said, that's fine. I'm getting one. Jesus, this guy's turning out the hits. So he starts talking about his work and I actually find it impressive. And he actually does relax a little bit. And I'm kind of shocked that this total disaster is now sort of intriguing. What did he do for a living? It was super impressive. A concierge company for famous people. But I've met people who do that kind of work before, and this was different. He was traveling all the time on their dime, coming up with events to bring all his clients together. I can't remember all of it, but he just seemed like he was able to take control of the lives of these powerful people. After a while, I couldn't understand how I could make him nervous at all. So he disarmed you with his secret confidence. Now I've been thinking I've been mean and judgmental. He was just different than other guys I've been out with and maybe a little socially awkward. And what happened? So when it's time to go, he kisses me goodnight. Then he proceeds to tell me that he just came in his pants. That is a bad time for that joke. Well, that's what I thought too. So I'm like, very funny, weird thing to say right now. And he's like, no, really, look. He had literally come in his pants from kissing me goodnight. I don't believe it. I swear. Why would he admit it? Why would he show you? It's real, and it gets worse. I was pretty shocked and basically ran away. I took the subway home and didn't have service, so when I got back to the street, I have like 20 texts from him, and he's telling me how he wants to be a cuck. It sounds like he's already a cuck. But like, 
that he wants to be my cuck, wants to watch me bang other people with the explicit understanding that it's because he could never do it as well as them. And then he tops it off by saying his ultimate fantasy is me taking a crap on the toilet and ordering him to his knees to crawl over and wipe me. I still don't think I believe this story. I can show you the text. Well, then this is why you shouldn't put out these traps. I just blocked him on Instagram. I'm not going to let one gross creep stop me from feeling good. It just seems like it's a risk not worth taking. Hmm. Nope. You want to order this food? Yeah, and don't let me leave before it gets here. Is that a thing? With me lately, yeah. Later that evening, Bradley joins Michael at a nearby tiki-themed bar. Hey, buddy. Welcome home. Thanks, dude. Is that Rob behind the bar? Yes, Rob works here. Did you know he worked here? Nope. Total pleasant surprise. Hey, he sees you. You can stop waving. Wild stuff. How's Amber doing? She's good. Did you ask her about the Instagram stories? Yeah, she says she just posted stuff like that because she thought she looked good out one night. Not for anyone in particular. I don't buy it. Yeah, me either. Like, why would she just start doing that out of nowhere? Kyle, 29, pulls up a chair next to Bradley at the bar. You guys talking about Amber's Instagram? Crazy shit, right? You invited Kyle. Yeah, he told me you guys hung out while I was gone. Did he tell you what happened when we hung out? Did I tell you what happened when we hung out? Clearly, I don't know what happened when you guys hung out. Mike got a foot job from a Belarusian masseuse. Are you fucking serious? I think she was technically Georgian. Stop trying to bury the lead. A foot job? It was an accident. I don't feel awesome about it. I didn't see you complaining at the time. Oh my god, yes you did. I complained almost immediately about it. This sounds so much more exciting than my trip. It was not exciting. It was kind of exciting. Your first foot job. I'm gonna be totally honest. I didn't think foot jobs were a thing that people did outside of porn. Are you into that in general? I'm not. Can we please stop? You've never gotten a foot job? I don't even like hand jobs enough to let someone put their clumsy, dirty feet on my dick. Can we please just go back to talking about Amber's Instagram? She's after Brad. Would you stop this? You said it yourself. Girls don't just start posting thirst traps out of nowhere. Okay, but I've known her forever, so what would be the change that caused her to start posting? It's more likely she met someone new or someone new started following her on Instagram. It's a great point. It's an okay point. A better point is that she knew you were going out of town and figured you might be more likely to message her when you're too far away to do anything about it immediately. Also, she probably figured that being far away would make you feel like you could take more risks. Ooh, those are also good points. She and I have never even flirted. Right, because she's friends with your cousin, so she's working a high wire act, and if your cousin asks by just posting pics to Instagram, she can plausibly deny. That's a huge stretch. It does not sound that crazy. Mike, I get that you're trying to keep us off the subject of your foot job, but you know this is nonsense. No, I genuinely think he kind of has a point. Guys, enough. You're just stirring shit, Kyle, and I expect better from you than to play into it, Mike. I don't just stir shit. You basically do. You totally do. I don't know what else to expect, though. It's not like you have feelings to hurt, so you just troll. I'm not immune to having my feelings hurt. Aren't you, though? You never put yourself in a vulnerable position, so you can't get hurt. Safe, but honestly, it's cowardly. I just don't tell you guys about times I'm in a vulnerable position. Bullshit. For real. I just don't like to. If that's the case, then get over yourself and tell us now. Okay, well, a few months ago, I went out with this girl who wasn't really my type. What's your type? Like, aggressively good-looking girls, usually younger than me. It's not vulnerable to go on a date with someone who isn't just hot. Well, she's also older. How old? Like, your age. So anyway, Dylan had set me up with her, so I couldn't bail. How does Dylan know her? She was roommates with a girl he was hooking up with at the time. So we meet, and after like three minutes, I was hooked on her. What was so great about her? We just vibed so well. Had a ton in common. She also seemed really interested in all my stories, which of course I liked. And she had great stories too. So then she makes it basically impossible to go on a second date. Says she's busy with work the next couple weeks. I thought she was blowing me off, but her roommate was over at Dylan's place a couple nights later and confirmed it. 
Eventually, she agrees to meet me, and it's another two weeks out, so now we're like a month after the first date, and by now I'm pretty obsessed. Obsessed how? Creeping on her Instagram, looking at the Instagrams of her friends who were tagged, googling her business, I like totally fell in. Okay, what happened on the second date? It never fucking happened because she texts me the day of and says she doesn't want to go out with me because our first date was just me mansplaining that when women her age freeze their eggs, they're being taken advantage of by a big social construct. Kyle, what? You told her that freezing her eggs was a social construct? No, what I actually said was, and it's because I've heard this a lot from my friends who are doctors, that a lot of girls when they get to be her age are basically brainwashed into freezing their eggs, when in a lot of cases it's really not necessary. And it costs a fortune so it stands to reason that people are being taken advantage of with so much money on the line. Kyle, dude, oh my god. What, is it so crazy? What's crazy is that you talk to a girl about freezing her eggs at all. Yeah, how did that even come up? I don't remember. Does that mean you brought it up? I may have. I don't remember. It just sucked. Yeah, I kind of get why she didn't want to see you again. But then why make the date at all? And why wait until the day of to break the date off? Okay, how'd you react to all that? Dude, I was so bummed that I just said I was sorry that I was a bad date. And what'd she say to that? She didn't say anything. How'd you know that? I didn't know, but from the sounds of it, she originally thought that she could get past the frozen eggs thing, and then in the run-up between the first date and the second date, she got worked up about it, and then yelling at you was her way of blowing off steam. But then you apologizing probably took the wind out of her sails because she expected you to mansplain your behavior to her. And we didn't do that, she didn't have anything left to say. It still sucks. I really liked her. Yeah, it might be good to filter yourself in the future. Dude, how can you say that to me? Not having a filter is why you're single now, too. Whoa, Kyle, that was so mean. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong, though. But I do have a feeling things are going to turn around. Why? What's the plan? I'll let you know when the ring gets here. Uh, what? What? Too Old to Date was created by Brad Garoon and Mike Tanzillo. This episode was written by Brad and Mike. Our theme music is Loveless by GoGo Ghost. Follow us on social media at Too Old to Date. Contact us at info at tooldtodate.com and visit tooldtodate.com. And while you're there, consider leaving a donation. It will help us make more shows and pay for more dates. <laughs>